Grand Risings Love Bugs. It's 10.02 a.m. Today is Tuesday, April 4th. And we're going to tap back into the self-knowledge 101. We're going to be breaking down out of the water signs. We moved on to cancer energies. So cancer and cancer placements. This is for you. Um, and we're going to do it in the same order where we went down and break down all the planets. Um, when What it would look like when they have cancer in that placement. And we're going to get to the gifts in this episode. And then the next episode will be all about the houses and what that looks like with cancer in it, okay? So first off, let's just describe cancers. Cancers and their energy is um, deep emotions. How I like to explain cancers to themselves if they need help is you're represented by like the ocean, right? And the thing about when it comes to emotions, emotions is represented by water. So nobody has really truly explored 100% of the oceans that we have right now. I think we've explored maybe 5%. So there's a lot of things that we have not explored in this world's oceans, like all of them, not yet. So when you're thinking of it as far as deep emotions that the cancer feels, that's how deep it goes, where there's so much of their emotions they haven't explored yet, and it goes as deep as the oceans, you know what I'm saying? So you guys feel a lot of things. That's why people feel like they're very emotional or they're all over the place. They could be happy. They could be sad. They could be crying. They can feel your energies. If you're in those energies, they can pick them up and start feeling them for themselves as well. Um, there's also two sides to cancers. And there's also two types to every, you know, sign. Now, the two sides to cancers, if you look at the cancer um, symbol, it looks like a six and a nine turn on the side. Um, kind of like, you know, how Pisces has the two fish. So it's two sides. It shows you it right there in the cards. So it's sweet and nice and kind and empathic and empathetic they can be. They can also... Um, be an asshole you know what I'm saying they can also be on a very darker side they have light and dark you know just how people are like oh yeah Jim and I are the twins yeah but a lot of other signs also have twins Pisces has twins Cancer has twins it's two you know you see it right there in their um in their symbol um they do tend to go into their hermit shell when things are not going their way or they're confused or they have to figure something out um, they go into their shell, into their bubble, into their comfort zone and figure it out. Now, there's not everybody that figs, figures things out in a healthy way. Sometimes they can go into their shell and do things that are in a toxic way. If they have addictions, they might go into their shell and binge drink um, or go into a depression. Some of them go into their shell and they have to put pieces to the puzzle together and then they come out stronger, you know. Um, a lot of them are very misunderstood. And like I said, since there's a light and dark side to them, since they feel emotions um, so deeply, some of them that have a darker edge to them, they can use um, emotional manipulation in order to get what they want out of people. And that happens sometimes, okay? Um, they are very good with emotional healing. They can heal your emotions or help you feel better. And 
all cancers and all cancer placements are naturally Hyoka empaths. So that's just something that they have naturally where they don't have to be in the room with you. They don't have to be in the same city as you, but they can feel your feelings as if you're right there in front of them talking to them and expressing these feelings. Okay, so now that we kind of got a general overview of cancer and cancer energy, let's figure out where you have these placements at and what that means. Okay. So, Cancer Suns, of course, we talked about when you see Sun and you see Cancer. I'm going to go through the whole little walkthrough again because some people might not um, have listened to the last one because they might not have that placement. So, a quick walkthrough. Um, go to Google to find out your chart. Go to Google, type in natal chart. The first one that should pop up for most people is Cafe Astrology. That's the easiest one that... Um, can help you understand your chart. You're going to type in your full name, your pronoun, whatever you consider yourself as, um, the time you were born, and the city and state that you were born in. Then once you do that, um, um, of course, click submit, and then you will scroll down and you will see a list of um, planets. And next to them, you'll see a list of different zodiacs in that and then we're going to go down the line. So sun, moon, um, Mercury, Venus, etc. We're going to go in order so that whenever you see that, okay, I have this particular placement in Cancer, that could be for you and that'll resonate for you. And of course, I always encourage you guys to look deeper into it. I'm just going to give you a general overview so you can know what you're looking at instead of just being lost in the sauce and giving up on doing research on your um natal chart okay so sun sign when you see it say sun and cancer of course that means you're born in cancer season that also means that's your soul personality so that's how you come off to people that's what people know you as most people that don't know much about astrology they just think that they're just one sign oh i'm just a leo oh, i'm just a cancer i'm just a capricorn but you're so much more than that so all those other planets and all those other signs and placements, some of you guys might have double of some signs. That means that you could be more of those energies than you are a Cancer, you know? Um, so it's your personality. And I just described your personality. Deep emotions. There's a um, dark side of you. There's a light side of you. A lot of times you're misunderstood. You're very empathic. Um, and like I said, if you can... Um, Heal people's emotions, you know. This is the nurturing, caring, motherly, fatherly figure. That's that type of energy. That's how you come off. Even in your friends group, you can be the one that wants to help everybody, take care of them. You might be like the designated driver sometimes, or you're just like the mother hen or like the dad of the group, even without you really wanting to necessarily do that. When it comes to tarot, you are the chariot card. So if you read tarot, cancers are described by the chariot card. Um, and they can also come up as um, king of cups or queen of cups. Those two, the king and queen of cups, are all water signs for the most part. But if it comes up that it's a chariot in the card reading and a king or queen of cups in the tarot card reading, that means you're talking about a cancer 
water sign in particular. You know, how I explained on a Scorpio reading, if you are a um, Scorpio and the King or Queen of Cups pops up and then the Death card pops up, doesn't mean somebody's going to die. It means we're ta- the reading is talking about a Scorpio male or female water sign in particular. It'll give you the exact placement of what this person's sun sign is. So I hope that makes sense. So your sun sign, your personality, we describe that. That's what sun stands for. Now, when it comes to your moon sign, the moon sign stands for your personal self, your heart space, unconscious feelings, nurturing habits to others. So with you, with this moon sign and cancer, you have a lot of deep emotions. You feel things other people feel, or you may feel um, empathy for others. Um, Growing up, I had someone around me that had a cancer moon, and she could not watch um, certain movies where it will seem like it's funny or, you know, or like people are laughing at something that is somebody else's pain. And naturally, the movie was a comedic movie, but it would make her cry because she didn't find it funny. And I think the movie was like, I am Sam, you know, I don't know if you guys seen that movie, I Am Sam, with Sean Penn. But it was like, um, he was a dad, a father. I don't remember if he had, like, Down syndrome or, like, what he had in the movie. But he, it could have been OCD. He had something mentally going on. And, you know, the movie was a comedy. And he was raising his child on his own. And I believe they tried to um, take custody from him because they felt like, If he can only learn up to a certain standard, how could he teach and help this child grow, you know? So it was very deep, but it was also a comedy, and she just did not find it funny. And she refused to watch the movie because of how the movie portrayed the character and everything. It just made her really emotional, which I can understand, you know? So that's the type of heart space they have where... They can feel for others. They want to help others. Um, Their unconscious feelings sometimes are very confusing. Sometimes they misunderstand their own feelings. I had a lot of cancers around me, so I'll give a lot of examples. Um, I used to have a homegirl that I don't talk to anymore, but the homegirl I used to have, she would be in her apartment complex and say that the the neighbors downstairs was arguing. Even if she didn't actually hear it, she can feel the emotions of what was going on. She can feel that, okay, somebody's mad at somebody because they feel unappreciated. She can feel that, okay? That's a high oak empath. They don't have to be right in your face or in your business or you in their business, but you can feel that in your heart. Um, that nurturing habits to others, like I said before, with this Cancer Moon, they want to be there for others. They want to be supportive. They're probably great friends, great spouses, great mothers and fathers. Um, this is their personal self. This is how they really feel. They also have dream gifts. Like I said, when it comes to water signs in general, Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio naturally are very in tune with the spirit world. Um, they don't. It doesn't take much for them to feel a spiritual presence. It doesn't take much for them to read somebody's energy. It doesn't take much for um, them to have prophetic dreams or visions or you know, anything like that. It just comes naturally because they're a water sign and water signs are naturally tapped in with the spirit world no matter what. So, yeah. 
But like I said, with this personal um, self-feelings in this heart space with the Cancer Moon, they feel very, very deeply when they love. They love hard and they love for a long time, okay? Um, now, I could also say when it comes to people that have different agendas with this moon space, because it's two-sided, right? If they know, for example, that because someone else loves them deeply, that they can use that and pull that card to get something they want, they can do that. And unless you are able to read them and tell, oh, you're trying to emotionally manipulate me so you can get what you want, then sometimes you don't realize it. Like, example, um, it could be like a daughter figure has a father figure and this daughter figure has a cancer moon. This person could emotionally manipulate them give them a sob story, tap into their emotions. As much as they know what they're doing, the person that is the victim of this emotional manipulation does not know. So then now you're in your feelings and you feel bad. So then now you're going to help them out financially or you're going to take them in if they don't have a place to stay or, you know what I'm saying? It's like they'll give them some type of sob story or get them in their feelings so that you can... um ultimately get them what they want so that's another thing as sweet and dandy as it sounds it depends on the cancer and every cancer has two sides okay now cancer and mercury placement mercury deals with patterns communication your mentality your expression your thoughts and your discernment so with cancer and mercury um you'll see a lot of emotional powder patterns um, they communicate with emotions. They express with emotions, okay? Everything is emotional. <laughs> so it's just like, I'm not going to lie. It's like, you're probably like, damn, you're always in your feelings. Or, you know, they're going to tell you their feelings. They're not going to hide them. You know how I was explaining, like, Scorpios is a little bit more like, you can't really pry it out of them. They're going to share what they want to share. Oh, baby, um, cancers are probably going to overshare, especially with cancer and mercury. They're going to tell you how they feel, um, if it hurt their feelings, if it made them upset. They're going to express it, but not just express it, but you're going to feel it too. So if they have cancer and mercury and they're upset and it angered them, you're going to you're going to see and feel this anger out of them. If they have um, a happy feeling about it, you're going to see and feel the happiness. If it's a sad moment, you're going to see and feel that, okay? Because they, this is how they express themselves. This is also how they think. So they think with emotions. They don't go on logic. They think emotionally. So that's why a lot of the times you'll see little memes or stuff on the internet. And it's like, um, a lot of people be like, um, you know, those signs that are most likely to be a killer or a serial killer or something. And they'll say cancer is one of them. And people are like, wow, I would have thought it would have been the darker signs like Scorpio or Capricorn, right? No, it's because this person acts off emotion. They're very impulsive. So if they think off of emotion and you upset them, they are going to react off emotion. So a lot of the times when they're all over the place and you see them and it seems like a drama king or queen. And then sometimes it's like they get pissed off and they attack or snap or do anything. You also got to realize they are a crab. They got pinchers too. They can go up and pinch you as well. So it could hurt the things that they do or say. But um, 
it's because it's out of emotion. They don't go based off logic like other signs. So you have to remember that when dealing with them and communicating with them. If you say something that's going to hurt their feelings or they feel like it's a jab and then they snap back or they break down in tears, whatever their feelings are, it's going to be based off emotion. And you know how some people say, okay, don't make decisions based off emotions. Don't make rash decisions based off emotions because somebody can get hurt or you can lead down into doing something you don't want to do, but you did it based off emotions. These are these mercury and cancers. It could end up being like that because they didn't think it out and, and plan things out strategically in their head. They're going to go off gut feeling and how they feel in that moment. And then if they, you know, it's one of those situations like uh, fuck something up and ask questions later. It's like, oh, shit, you know, my bad. So then they might have to go and backtrack a lot to be like, you know, I really didn't want to do that, but you made me upset. You know, so they're going to show you that upset energy immediately because they're going based off emotions. They're not going to think logically through this. Um, Their discernment is based off emotions as well. Okay, so that's why they come off very misunderstood. It's like, damn, I thought you felt this way about me, but then you just snapped on me. But it's like you could have said one trigger word and it made them cry or snap and get a little aggressive and you don't understand what happened. And then they're trying to explain themselves, but they don't understand what happened. And it's because it's just based off emotions. So a lot of the times, <laughs> a lot of the times people are just like, cancers are crazy or cancers are this. So they too emotional and all over the place for me. And this is why, <laughs> because they don't think about it. You know, people be like, say, wait, think about what you're going to say before you say it. They don't, that's not them. This is not a cancer mercury placement. That's not what that looks like. They're going to feel how they feel emotionally before they do it. And as soon as that feeling comes, they're going to um, react based off that feeling. Whether it's a sad, happy, angry feeling, that's what's going to happen. So, yeah. (laughs) They communicate with feelings. They may say, I feel a lot more, you know, Um, where, you know, other signs with different placements in it. They might be like, I know. I think, no, this is like a, I feel that you should do this. So if you ask them for advice with the um, mercury and cancer, you can say, I feel a lot of times. Like somebody can come to you and be like, hey, I need advice on such and such and such. And after they break down the situation to you, um, you're going to be like, well, I feel like you should do this. I feel like you should do that. And you go based off your discernment with how you're going to give advice based off how you feel about the emotions that you're tapping into that this person should do or not do. Example, like, if somebody hates their job and they're just like, their boss is just not getting it, you tried, it's not working, coworkers are fighting, it's messy, you're overworking them, they tell you their whole little sob story. Um, The cancer will sit there and listen and take in the information and then they're like, what do you think I should do? I feel like you should do this, 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 and this. And it's going to be based off of I feel thing versus logical. A logical thinker will be like, okay, you would probably be like, go ahead and report this, report that, put in your two weeks, start looking for another job. And, you know, logically, they're like, I feel like if this upsets you, then I feel like you should move forward from this or you should tell them how you feel or whatever. It's going to be based off emotions, even their advice and things. Okay, so 
Ment- mentally, that's just kind of how that works with Mercury placements with that sign. Okay. Venus. When you have Venus in Cancer, this placement, Venus, represents love, pleasure, money, beauty, language, aesthetics, and expression. So if you have Venus in Cancer, um, there's a lot of like passionate love there. They're very passionate. They're very compassionate as well with their partners. Um, I actually dated a male Cancer once and he was actually really cool. We broke up for a whole different reason, but he was actually really cool until he wasn't. <laughs> he was really cool until he wasn't like, oh my God. Um, Venus in Cancers is like, I don't know, like, it's so all over the place. Like, when they're in it, they're in it. They're all there for you. They're sweethearts. You know, you guys can go on on dates. They want to spoil you. They like to be spoiled as well. You know, it's like a back and forth energy. Um, Now, the moment that the energy switched and that person or you pulled back your emotions, I would say the moment everything switched is when you will pull back your emotions. Not this Venus in Cancer. But if you pull back your emotions from the Venus in Cancer, um, you'll see that other side of them. And like I said, the the Cancer that I dated at one point in time, he was cool. He was sweet. Everything was cool. We used to go on fun dates. Sometimes I would pay. Sometimes he would pay. You know, we would just, it was great. <laughs> it was like everything was very homey, like, you know, um... Like, at one point in time, I was like, oh, yeah, I can see a future with this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can see this. Um, he was very in um, good with texting and communicating, you know, feelings. And that's what some people need because sometimes people are, like, very nonchalant. And that's what I kind of always somehow ended up with was, like, very nonchalant people. And I'm not like that. I'm, like, communicative where it's like, okay. Let's talk about some stuff. Let's talk about how you feel. That person's going to let you know. This is how I feel about you, okay? Now, they communicate with their language. It's going to be very compassionate, very passionate, very loving, very, you know, nurturing. They want to help. They want to take care. Things like that. Now, like I said, there's two sides. So the moment that it did not work out and we moved forward, he became obsessive. And it was just like okay, where'd this go from? I pulled back my energy and I was like, you know, this ain't gonna work. You go ahead and live your life. I'm gonna live my life. And then all of a sudden he would blow up my phone back to back to back to back to the point I think I had like 150 calls and like 80 text messages. And I never experienced that before. Because <laughs> I'm used to nonchalant dudes where it's just like, we both be like, uh-huh, yep. And we're like, uh-huh, yep, cool. And even if we feel away, normally I'm used to people not expressing that. Oh, no, this cancer is going to express that. He blew up my phone so much to the point my phone died. It was like I couldn't even answer it. I couldn't even be like, hey, stop calling me or text back because it was just coming in so often. I'm like, how the fuck are you even doing this? Am I like on speed dial or something? It was weird. 
But my phone died because that's how fast the calls were coming in and how much text messages were coming in. And it was constant and it was weird and obsessive and very emotional. And I was like, he was leaving me voicemails and cussing me out and then crying and be like, oh man, I'm sorry. And I was just like, what the fuck is happening in this world? (laughs) You was just cool two days ago. Like, wow. So when that type of energy happens, it's like, they love, they love hard, but they gonna express that shit. And either you gonna see that one side of them that's good, or you gonna see that other side of them that's a little crazy. And it's like, oh shit. And then when they do go into hermit mode after that, and they cut it off, and they have to cut off their emotions, their emotions are cut off, okay? Um. Also, with Cancer, um, Venus, when they come off um, with like beauty standards and aesthetics... Um, it's like they're very attractive. They're very sweet. They can have this motherly or fatherly figure, especially if you are attracted to people that are mothers or fathers. They don't have to be, but that's the energy that they give or they're very nurturing. Um, and you can probably see them and be like, hmm, I could see myself or like you guys might end up talking about family. I don't know how long y'all will be together, but it's like, you know. You guys can end up talking about family and commitment and stuff like that very early on. Um, This person falls actually kind of quick. Like Cancer, Venuses, they fall in love really fast. And sometimes if it doesn't work out, that's when you'll see the other side of them. Because it's like, whoa, we just started talking. You already talking about babies. You already talk about marriage. Like, whoa, what's going on? And it's because they feel, they can tell, like... I want to spend the rest of my life with you automatically they can feel these emotions and they're going to express this to you you know what i'm saying so there's that when it comes to their aesthetics when it comes to men they like to be fashionable they like to look good they like to keep up with the trends when it comes to the women with cancers and venus um they can come off like a i don't like like a very soft fairy hippie type of vibe or they're just super chill no matter what type of clothes they wear they're gonna wear lighter colors like i explained the venus and scorpio was like darker colors burgundies blacks dark grays like that darker goth aesthetic um cancers and venus are gonna come off a little bit lighter you know more flowy soft clothes things that fit their body but more flowy you know what i'm saying um so that's just like the aesthetic that they carry when it comes to money they could um have this energy around money where it's like they don't mind sharing it with somebody that they love they don't mind sharing money or um being in a partnership where it's like um an equal give and take okay so they might want somebody that's on their level or even sometimes they may attract people that do need help because they have that motherly father um type of nurturing vibe so they might end up sometimes especially if they're not healed and they have certain things to heal they could end up attracting people that have less than so that they end up um stepping into that role of motherly fatherly energy and oh i got it i got you i'll take care of you so they're pretty good with their money Um, and savings and stuff and they kind of go off their feelings so if you're like 
if you're like a CEO at a company and then you just happen to fall in love with somebody that works a nine to five, you're not going to um, like not be with them as a cancer because of their position and you want another CEO. You're going to be with them because they get you in your fields, you know? So it's like if they end up spoiling you, taking care of you and stuff, they'll take on that nurturing um, parental role with you as their spouse because it's like they feel this way towards you. They're not going to base it off of logic and, oh, you make six figures and I just make this amount of... No, they're not going to do that. It's going to be like, okay, I really love this person, so I'm going to be with them. And that's just what it's going to be, okay? So they can have that spoiling energy about them where they are the main breadwinner sometimes when it comes to Venus and Cancer because they love people because of them loving them. They don't get with them for a certain status or a certain amount of money or anything like that, okay? Mars and Cancer. Mars and Cancer is... Um, Mars stands for energy, assertiveness, and the action taken. So when you have Mars in Cancer, this is going to look like um, when it comes to you asserting your energy or taking action, it could be misunderstood when it comes to certain people. And this is because you do things based off how you feel, okay? So if you're going to take some action, like, how can I explain this? If you're going to... um, do something to protect someone out of love and you might have to you know get a little aggressive or you're gonna have to check somebody you're going to do that because you feel a certain way about this person place or situation okay um yeah and people can misunderstand that because it's like you can be well totally other sign but it's like with certain things that you love and you care deeply about and you feel a certain way about, if you got to assert your energy in any way and become aggressive or stand up for somebody or, or, you know, stand up for a cause, you're going to do it based off emotion with Mars and Cancer. It's not going to be something logical. So it might not make sense to many people. They're going to be like, I don't understand. Like, why are you defending this person? Why are you defending this topic? Why are you defending whatever? And you might not even really be able to understand it, but it's because your emotions are so deep and misunderstood and there's two sides to you as well. So it's like, yes, I love this topic, person, place, thing. I care deeply about this topic, person, place, thing. So with Mars and Cancer, if it is um, in any way threatened or you feel like you need to protect and you lash out or the action taken looks a little crazy (laughs) to other people and you can't quite explain it this is why it's because in this particular um placement with mars and cancer it's like you're gonna do that shit based off your gut feelings your intuition and your feelings in the moment so a quick example if you're a male or female and somebody is discussing your spouse whether you um um, want them to discuss it or this was I don't know maybe the topic was just brought up could be family friends I don't know maybe your person's in the public eye and somebody's discussing your spouse in a way that'll get you in your feels in a negative way like hold on don't be talking about my girl don't be talking about my man 
and bringing shit up about them and you don't know them like I do. You feel this. Like, I know this person. I feel this way about this person. And you guys are trying to nitpick little things here and there about this person. If you lash out and cuss somebody out or sock somebody in the face or, you know, I don't know, fire everybody in the fucking building because they didn't know that your female or male worked there too. I don't know. Whatever your situation is, whatever action you take, you're going to take that shit based off your emotions. And everybody's going to be like, like, example, if it was a job and people didn't know that you're the boss and the secretary or something is your person. And at a meeting, when that person's not there, everybody want to say their shit. And you know this person's coming from a good space. You know you love this person. And you know this person's not like what they're saying. But you can tell that everybody wants to pin up on that person and talk about them before they get to the meeting so that the boss can hear the narrative and then take their side. And you're the boss and they don't know you're fucking with this other person and you care about them deeply. The action you take is going to be based off emotions. You can be like, you know what? Everybody fired. And they're like, what? Hold on. What? I don't get it. Yeah. Nope. You're fired. Everybody get the fuck out of here. And you might only keep the secretary and then start a whole new um, hiring process because you're, you're over it. And they just don't understand why the fuck you did that. It's because you probably got Mars and cancer. And it's just like you're going to go based off emotion. If you are talking with a friend group or a family group and somebody is talking about a topic that you're passionate about you might snap on them about that topic and it's like damn I ain't think you cared about freeing Willie like that I didn't think you was that deep about saving animals and you just snap because you care deeply about this and they're like I've never seen that side of you before bro it's not that serious you probably got Mars and cancer because it's like okay I feel a certain way about this and even though I can't express it I don't know what this is I just know I feel a certain way, so don't talk about it. Don't try to talk me out of it. Don't try to paint it in a negative light in any kind of way, whether it's a person, place, topic, or thing, okay? So if you've ever been having a conversation with somebody and you just flash and you're just like, why am I in my feelings after this? Like, what's going on? You probably got Mars and Cancer, okay? So the action that you take is going to be assertive and it's going to be based off emotions, Okay, that's the energy surrounding that. And it can either be good or bad. But nine times out of ten with Mars and this placement is going to be like deep. <laughs> like, oh, you really felt the way about them damn uh, turtles. You trying to really save turtles. We was just coming up with conversations, bro. We didn't think it was that serious and you just flashed on somebody because it was talking about that or your spouse. You, they, you know, they was nitpicking little things here and there, and they didn't know it, it triggered a nerve. And then you cussed them out, or you said something very deep that it was like, damn, you ain't have to cut me down like that, bro. I was just saying, like, constructive criticism with your girl and with your man. And then you just keep going in, and it's emotions, 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 cussing them out, feeling the way, doing something like that, assertiveness, aggressiveness. It's because you got Mars and Cancer. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, that's just the energy that's going to be taken. So I'm going to take a pause here and let you guys kind of, you know, process this information and then we're going to pick it back up.
okay we're back i had to give me some water but anyways um yeah so <laughs> that's funny that i said that because i was like wait a minute i have that placement that's so funny yeah i have um mars and cancer so it makes sense like i'm pretty chill but that is true if i am going to take some action and be assertive or aggressive in any way it is going to be based off my emotions and how i feel about a certain person place or topic and i feel like a lot of y'all can hear that in my um in my podcast like you know when it comes to something i really care about i'll snap on your ass but it's like other than that i'm cool i'm chill so that makes sense so shit (laughs) if you need an example my ass has Mars in Cancer, so. <laughs> okay, next is Jupiter. Jupiter deals with expansion, growth, luck, miracles, and healing. So, if you have Cancer in Jupiter, um, I feel like your, your position or your career or, you know, what, okay, how can I explain this? If you want to grow in life and be able to retire one day and set up a nice career and an empire for yourself with this particular Jupiter and Cancer placement, your growth, luck, expansion, and miracles surrounding that type of path that you're going to be led down is going to be dealing with you um, in some type of healing you know, you might be a good counselor or a good psychologist or um, even a healer. Like if you're into the more spiritual things, Reiki healings, um, you know, spiritual um, spiritual teacher or like, you know, something where you got to feel somebody's emotions, tap in with that and help them. You know, you guys will be really good psychiatrists, psychologists and things because you can feel these people's emotions and give them um healing based off of that you know what i'm saying so jupiter with cancer placements your best luck and miracles and if you look into it it can have to do with like um service work that has to deal with that or um you know you can help people with shadow work or you know healing inner child trauma um different things like that um healing from abuse in the past and it's like you can feel that and you can get there on our level and be compassionate with them and help um with miracles surrounding healing okay so if you have jupiter and cancer your expansion and your growth in the world is probably going to be surrounding um giving service to others in a way that involves healing even if you want to make it on a more spiritual standpoint um and do like um you know, like those, what are those, like, spiritual getaways um, where people, like, go to an island and they do, like, the shamanic thing, take ayahuasca and, you know, talk about childhood trauma and, like, heal people, like a retreat, I think, like a spiritual retreat. You might be good at that kind of stuff, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where it's, like, deep healing. You got to sit around with a group of people, tap into your emotions and and help them feel better because you can get there with them and feel like okay you're not alone in this you know so with jupiter and cancer that's a very 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 deep hyoka empath um deep empathic healing type of energy there that's your expansion that's your growth if you look into it you can find more details you might even see more details on um 
on looking it up yourself for more examples for career choices and stuff, you might see that in your chart if you look into it more. That's just what I can think of off the top of my head, and I always encourage you guys to look into it more. (coughs) If you guys have Saturn in Cancer, Saturn deals with karma, dharma, restriction, structure, ambitions, and your future. So if you have Saturn in Cancer, um, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. A lot of your karma could be... A lot of your past life karma, because this can also deal with the karma you're currently going through in your lifetime, has to deal with your past life, okay? So if you're going through good karma in this lifetime, you had a pretty good life, past life. If you're going through a lot of negative karma type stuff going on in this current lifetime, you had some shit to work through because your past lives was a little messy, okay? So with Cancer and Saturn, um, your karma... Whether it's good or bad, it has something to do with an emotional thing. You got to emotionally heal. You know what I'm saying? So you can be going through a lot of, um, uh, what's it called? Dark night of the soul. A lot of deep ass healing where you feel like you're really analyzing and picking your brain and trying to figure out why I feel this way. What this emotion is. You might go to a counselor or a therapist um, in this lifetime currently because you're trying to figure out your emotions and you know it might be so overwhelming to the point you're like I don't get it like what am I going through so talking to somebody might end up helping you um you might have a structure that's like that um if you do have any restrictions with Saturn and Cancer your restrictions could have to do with family so you might experience a situation where maybe um if there's karma to heal around the family you might um, be born into a karmic family or um or you were born into um a family that you and them are not really close and it's like up to you to be your own standpoint you know what i'm saying like you don't have nobody else to depend on you gotta depend on yourself with saturn and cancer your restrictions and your karma and structuring things is going to surround the family, the home, things like that, the children, the mother, the father, because that's what cancer energy is. So if you have that and you notice that you have Saturn and cancer, a lot of your karma had to do with your family, your karmic family, karmic upbringing, whether um, you had to heal through it, grow up on your own, you know, handle things on your own, figure things out on your own. Um, And like I said, that can be, if you do a past life reading, you can realize that, okay, this is why I'm going through this with my family in this lifetime because of something that happened in a past life. Now, if you have good dharma surrounding um, this placement with Saturn and Cancer, then you may notice that you're destined to have, like once you get through all this um, deep, deep healing, you'll realize that you're destined to have a family, a generational um, situation that you're building. So even if you grew up alone and without nobody and you can notice that your family support is very restricted, very low, down to a minimum with this placement, that's because you're probably going through something karmic that happened in the past life and you're enduring it now. So once you get through that and you grow and you expand and you keep being ambitious about your future and, you know, going to therapy, figuring things out like that with this Saturn placement, then after you 
reach your Saturn return, like I mentioned on the Scorpio episode. Saturn returns for some people happen at like 27, 28, 29 years old. That's the age group that it typically happens in. So if your Saturn um, is in Cancer, you have to probably realize around 27, 28, 29, as much as you grew up with certain family members, something clicked in your head that, hey, I need to separate myself because this is unhealthy for me and my emotions. I need to stand on my own. Or for some of you guys, you were already separate and something clicked and you were like, I need to work on my feelings, my emotions. I need to seek counseling because of me feeling like I was abandoned or codependency issues or whatever it is. You get the help, you get through it. And then once you're through it, after your Saturn return is done, you can notice you start having better luck around love, family, relationships, and things like that. Even if you are able to go back to the family and maybe you were the one with the problem and they exiled you, then you heal through it and maybe your family is able to, you know, work things out after your Saturn return. That can be a possibility. And or if you're like, no, I'm good. I was brought up on my own. I'm moving forward. Your dharma could also be after you get through that Saturn return period that you are now creating the next generation. But you're going to move forward and you're going to have a healthy two-parent home, a healthy um, childhood upbringing for your children, a healthy structured family unit that supports, that loves, that are there for each other, that it's, that's, it's, a, it's a comfortable thing to express emotions because maybe... Um, your family, your karmic family or something that you were going through when you're um, growing up or in your Saturn return or anything like that, it's like um, maybe they felt like if you cried, don't cry, that's this, that's that, or that's weak, or um, stop being so emotional or, you know, like little things like that. You might have had to heal through that. So once you get through your Saturn return with cancer in that placement, now you see family in a different light because maybe you didn't want a family during that time because you felt like everybody's going to leave me or I can't express myself or this or that and that and this. So then you finally healed through it and then now you're like, you know what? I can see myself with the family. I do want to be a parent. I want to be a better parent than I was raised to be. And you're probably one of those parents that if your kids are emotional, you allow them to express their emotions without cutting them down and beating them down and making them feel bad or guilty for expressing their feelings okay so that's kind of what cancer and saturn will look like and you're kind of you know more ambitious for the future after you get the after you get through those restrictions excuse me hope that's making sense okay so uranus in cancer is the next one Uranus deals with revolution, freedom, and rebellion. So, if you have Uranus in Cancer, the only time you're going to rebel against society or against a job, a school, a family, whatever, whenever you're going to rebel against something and do the complete opposite, it's going to be something that you're deeply compassionate about. It's not going to just be because if everybody say jump off a bridge you're gonna jump off a bridge it's not gonna be because everybody's going to get the Popeye's chicken sandwich you're gonna go and get it no it's you're you you do not follow the crowd because everybody else is following it you have to be deeply passionate about whatever you're rebelling against or whatever you are creating a change for so this could be the type where it's like um today or tomorrow if 
how can I explain this? Like, um, okay, for Haiti and like France and other countries that are overthrowing the government and stuff. If you have Uranus and Cancer and this also affected you in whatever way, whatever's going on over there with their government, which shit, we got our own shit going on with our own government, so I feel it. But whatever's going on over there trying to control the people, trying to dictate their lives and make them not comfortable or make them not be able to express themselves or, you know, whatever it is, they're cutting back things that'll help you and your family or, you know, prices are getting too high and we're not making enough money and we're not going to survive and homelessness will be up in a few years. Whatever the fuck the cause is, it's going to have to be something that you feel emotionally. You're like, you know, when you and your friends are sitting around and talking about the things that's going on in society, it has to really trigger something in your emotions that's deep. And what you will do is then, if you have cancer in Uranus, is if there was a walk-off, the everybody's walking off their job and nobody's working, you'd probably do that. You'd probably join that if it's something that the cause was enough to get you in your emotions when you're talking about it, how you feel about it. You know, it's not just because everybody else want to do it. It's because this is something that you care about deeply. If it comes to, like I said, freeing Willy or freeing animals or getting animals out of the zoo, you feel deeply about that. So if they had a rebellion and people just started to go around and let the animals out the fucking cages, you'd probably be one of the motherfuckers if that's what you, if that's what your cause was that you feel deeply about, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you're not going to just do it because everybody and their mama's doing it. You're going to be doing it because this is something that gets you in your feelings and it, it hurts. It hurts deeply. You can feel what the underdog feels like or that animal feels like or whatever it is. You can put yourself in that situation where I can feel what it's like to be in their shoes. If you feel a way about certain bullies or, you know, prison systems or whatever the fuck it is that you want to rebel against, you're going to make sure this gets me emotional to talk about. Like, it's one of those things with Uranus and Cancer that is like when it's talking about revolution and freeing something, when you start to talk about it with your friends, you're going to start getting passionate and crying about it or damn near like, you know, how people be talking they're like, oh, this is about to make me cry. Hold on. It's going to be like one of those situations. And if it does that for you, if there was ever an opportunity for rebellion or even if it's not an opportunity and you just create the opportunity. It's because you have this placement and you care deeply about that situation. Like that whole, um, shit, you know how like with like Planned Parenthood and different um, clinics and stuff, they'll have people outside and it's not the whole world doing it, but they'll have a couple people outside protesting abortions, you know, and they'll have their signs. They could have cancer in Uranus because thinking about um, aborting a baby affects them deeply for some people they're like hey it's not your business you don't know what happened boop, 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 boop. it's that person's choice if that person had uranus and cancer and they felt deeply about this abortion topic then they probably gonna be the ones outside with only three four five people picketing the the place and standing out there all the time and got the blowhorn and you know making you feel bad for going in there it's like you know this is what I feel so it's very like it's not gonna be just um because everybody in the world is doing it I can say that much it's going to be something that you're personally um 
feeling a certain way about, okay? So you can be an activist, but your activism is only going to come from your rebellion. It's only going to come from something you feel deeply about. If you don't feel deeply about that shit, you're not going to do it, you know? Neptune and Cancer. Neptune deals with dreams, illusions, intuition, hidden gifts, and spirituality. So when you have Neptune and Cancer, your... um your dreams involve you seeing other people's emotions. That's a dream gift of yours. Like, um, that's crazy because I don't, I don't have this placement, but I do have cancer in my chart. And there is times where um, I can see people's feelings in my dreams, even if I don't talk to them as often. Like, there's one time that my dad I grew up with, um, that I still call dad, not the other motherfucker, but um, my dad. There'll be times where I will see his emotions and, you know, he's like, damn, she ain't call, she don't call me as much as she used to call me since she had her child, but he be busy, shit. <laughs> so I got to start calling him and talking to him more. But, like, me and my dad were a lot closer before I had my son. Now it's like I'm always busy, I'm always tired, I'm always doing stuff. I got my podcast to do. I got a million and one other things that I'm doing in life. I got to keep up with a three-year-old. It's a lot. So sometimes I honestly do be forgetting to text or call my dad. I'm not going to lie. But I'm making it a habit to start doing it more often. So it's like, um, I'm not saying I have displacement at all, but it's like in dream time, I'm explaining what that looks like. I will see a flash in my dad and he'd be like, yeah, you, you acting funny. You don't call me no more. He's like, I see how it is, you know. And, <laughs> and then I wake up from the dream and I'm like, ah, dad feels the way because I don't call him no more, you know. Or if it's a certain person, you can see their emotions, whether it's happy, sad, mad jealous whatever you can see people's emotions in dream time whether it's emotions about you or you know their deep subconscious emotions like he ain't never say that to me he's never said that to me but I see it in dream time so I call him I be like dad I, my bad I need to start calling you more often and me and him he's a little bit more religious based you know he's still spiritual but he's a little bit more religious based so sometimes when I tell him about my dreams and stuff he don't quite understand it so he's like how you know that <laughs> and I'm just like uh, I had a dream about a dad you know or um yeah it's like you, you see people's emotions and dreams so if you then wake up and you react off of that dream um, and tell them or something, they probably like, how the fuck this person know that? Because that was so far deep in my feels, like deep, 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 and I didn't really express that to them. It's because you probably have Neptune and Cancer, or you just have water in your chart somewhere, like I do. Um, I have all three water signs in my chart somewhere, so I have all these gifts, you know? So it's like, you can have this placement, and you can see their emotions before they even tell you how they feel. So it kind of like, it's like, it's just a thing, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, when it comes to spirituality as well, you could be involved with healing. Like if you're going to tap into spirituality and if you want to make it a business thing or you do it for your friends or even you do it for yourself, it's going to involve deep healing. It's not going to just be like, I'm doing it to pull tarot cards and I just want to post things on TikTok because it, no. It's going to be like, no, I'm doing this shit because I'm healing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got some shit going on with me. This helps me feel safe. This, That's why I don't judge people for being religious or 
Buddhist or Hindu or any, I don't judge any of that kind of stuff because it's like, what what makes you comfortable? If you're comfortable with those deities and those gods in Buddhism or Hinduism or religious based, then that's what you're comfortable with. If that's what works for you, it works for you. That's your safe space that you feel like you can go to them and talk to them, you know? Um, so it's like, if you are doing that, say that you was brought up Christian, Christian, Catholic, and then all of a sudden you switch to Buddhism at some point in time in your life. And it's and you have this Neptune and Cancer. It's because on a spiritual level, you might find that the Buddhism, the Buddhism helps with um, your deep healing journey. You might find it more healing to use sound bowls and to work with Buddha's energy than you do with other energies. It's nothing against those other energies. It's just what works for you, okay? Um, but yeah, you can see through illusions as well in your dream time too. Anything that you don't understand in reality, any manipulation that may be going on emotionally um, towards you, like people trying to play on your top, people trying to fuck you over, um, however people feel towards you emotionally, whether it's angry, sad, mad, loving, you'll see that in dream time with Neptune and um, in Cancer. I'm going to put that to the side because we're going to get into more of the gifts later on in the episode but that's just that in a nutshell okay so i hope that makes sense you might also feel emotions in dreams too it's not like you're just watching a movie and then you wake up no if somebody was crying or sad or there was somebody that was hurt or you know you had sex somebody had sex in a dream or they felt creeped out you're gonna feel those emotions in your dream and you might wake up like oh why was there a creepy person in my dream now you feel creeped out and your skin's crawling it's because you have cancer and neptune so you can feel that emotion if you've seen somebody um in love and they're happy and blissful or you are and then you wake up and you're happy blissful and in love and you're just like in this giddy mood all day like a you know like a teenager that just found their first little puppy love situation and you're like why do i feel like this it's because you took that emotion from dream time. So a lot of um, Neptune and Cancer, it's like you can feel emotions in dream times. It's not just watching a dream happen or, you know, being a lucid dreamer and interacting with the dream. No, it's like you bring back feelings. You might not be able to remember some of your dreams, depending. You might not be able to remember some of them, um, but you can remember the feeling. And even if you're like, I don't remember who was in the dream or what happened. And these people with this placement might say that if you ask them, hey, what you dream about? You like, shit, I don't remember who was in it or what happened. I just remember I was upset or I don't really remember what the dream was about. But I remember, oh, shit, I was happy. You know, and they might say something like that because their dream gift is um feeling like empathy in dream time okay so if people say that or if you say that that's probably why because they might have that placement of neptune and cancer like should i remember my dream but i just remember i remember feeling scared like i was really scared in a in a certain situation i don't know the person's face that was coming towards me but i felt like this person was trying to hurt me this is how I feel. I felt like this. So if they can't explain nothing else about their dream, they're going to tell you how it made them feel in that dream time moment, okay? So I hope that makes sense for you guys. Okay. 
we're going to Pluto. Pluto, the energy surrounding that is about regeneration, rebirth, new outlooks, and evolution. So with Pluto and Cancer, placement, um, they really, uh, (laughs) there, there's a lot going on here. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Um, (laughs) it's like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. And that's kind of what the energy surrounding Pluto with cancer is. It's misunderstood. Pluto normally rules Scorpio when it's like regeneration, rebirth, because Scorpio deals with like death and rebirth. So, Cancer and Pluto, with how dark Pluto's energy normally is, it's a little um, uncomfortable, I would say. So, when you're evolving, you're going through a rebirth, it's very uncomfortable. You may stay in your hermit shell a lot when you're going through a transformation in your life. So, if you have Pluto and Cancer, nine times out of ten, If you are transitioning and you have to get a new outlook on a perspective on something that's going on in your life, maybe it's a love situation, maybe it's business, I don't know. This type of person is probably going to go into their shell because they don't know what the fuck's going on with them. They don't want to lash out on you. They don't want to lash out on anybody. They're just trying to figure it out. And it's very misunderstood of what the fuck is going on. You know, they're going through an evolvement. They're, they're changing for the better they're healing and stuff but if they have pluto and cancer they don't understand what's happening so this rebirth thing you know how it's like um caterpillars go into their uh, cocoon and then they're blossoming and they blossom and they're a butterfly and they're in there for a minute and a bunch of stuff is happening with them that we don't know about and then they come out a butterfly it's kind of like that like they don't know what the fuck is going on when they in that cocoon but they just know when they come out, they're going to be better whenever that happens. So with Pluto and Cancer, these people will go through ups and downs. And it may look a certain way, but this is how they do their growth process. So with this placement, they may shut down from everybody. They might get rid of their social medias. They might, you know, stop talking to friends, family, close people because, when they're going through this growth and transformation, they cannot quite explain it to you what is going on because they don't understand what is going on within themselves. They just know that they feel a lot. It's too emotional. They can go to the store and it's just like they feel too many feelings. It's too much. So they really shut down and go into their shell until they're ready to blossom again and, you know, come out and debut themselves back to society. So with these type of people with Pluto and Cancer, you probably will see them and they're just like, yeah, I haven't heard from such and such and shit a couple years or a couple months or whatever. And all of a sudden they bounce back and they're better than before. And it's like, damn, what happened to you? Shit, I was going through some shit, but I had to figure that out. And you're just like, what were you going through? Shit, I don't even know. Like, it's one of those situations where it's like they cannot explain it, but they just know they came out and they're a better person than they were before. So it's a lot of deep-ass emotions seated in there that is so deep they they don't have a word for it they just know if i don't go into my own bubble and my own shell and deal with this i'm probably going to attack a lot of people i'm probably going to hurt a lot of people's feelings probably going to be crying all over the place and they're probably doing all that kind of shit in the in their comfort at their home or their room or they're closed off and they're researching and they're figuring things out 
And you're just like, damn, this person was my friend. They just cut me out first, whatever. Don't blame them. It's not their fault. They just, it's like, I need to go through this on my own and figure it out, you know, type of situation. So, yeah, it's it's really hard to explain. I would just look into that one a little deeper, maybe uh, Google that shit. <laughs> and they might be able to explain it even deeper than what I can. But I'm going to just tell you, they'll, they'll, they'll go into hermit mode for sure with this placement because Pluto is a big-ass energy. And normally, it's like since it's ruled by Scorpio, it's like, okay, Scorpios know, okay, I can lose everything and get it back. It's not a problem. They're used to endings, major endings, to bring major new beginnings. You know, they're used to that energy. Cancers ain't used to that energy. Pluto and Cancer is a very awkward-ass position to have Pluto in. Pluto don't like that shit. Pluto's like, mm, I'm ruled by Scorpio. I'm used to regenerating. Lose it all, get it back. It is what it is. When it's in Cancer, it's too many feels. And, you know, Scorpio, when a planet rules that normally is ruled by Scorpio, like I said, they're very selective with their emotions and sharing them and that kind of stuff. So when Pluto's in the energy of sharing feelings and their deep-ass feelings, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how else to explain it. But if your friends have this placement or your spouse or anything like that you care about, just get them space and time because it's like the planet that this particular cancer sign is in, that planet don't fuck with them type of feelings like that naturally. I'm just not going to lie to you. It just don't, you know. <laughs> and it's too deep. It's not even just, oh, you and your feels a little bit. No, it's way too deep for them. So it would be like, they might have like the, what's that shit called? Damn, what is that called? A mental breakdown. They might, it might look like a mental breakdown and your mental's breaking down. I'm not saying they're going to all of a sudden need a psych ward or nothing, but it's a mental breakdown. And it's like, oh my God, like they flashed one day and then at work or something. And then after that, nobody else seen them for a while. And it's not that they're hurt or nothing like that. They don't even know why they flashed. They just know they flashed and something's not right. And they're flashing every day and they're walking around the house cussing. But it's like in order to not take that out on everybody else, they're going to pull themselves away until they figure out what the fuck is going on. Okay, So a lot of things in their routine is going to completely switch up to bring them to this new outlook on life. Maybe their flashing was that they were tired of working a nine-to-five, working for somebody else. Maybe they're, when they come out their bubble, they're supposed to have their own business and, you know, whatever, whatever. But that moment that just sent them over the edge is because they have Pluto and Cancer. And it's like, okay, this is too much. So these are the type of people that just flash at work and cuss everybody the fuck out. And you're like, damn, that person was so quiet. <laughs> like, we're happy. And then that person just fall off the face of the earth, and then they come back, and they're cool. They might not come back to that job because I feel like you're going to be like, damn, that person had a mental breakdown. Something happened. Now, if these people don't heal it and, like, go into their shell, it can look like um, snapped. It can literally look like somebody snapped. If they don't know how to express these feelings and emotions and it's too deep with this Pluto placement, these type of people can snap because it's like you're supposed to be going through a rebirth and you're supposed to have a new outlook. But if you don't want to go into your show and you're still around people, 
it's too much energies going around with you. You don't know what's going on with you. Some people might actually snap and like lose their minds. Okay. So just because I said a mental breakdown doesn't mean that this person's all of a sudden crazy. It's like if they choose to deal with it in a healthy way and pull back from everything, then they can come out of this and have a rebirth and have a new outlook. If they don't, and they're still around people, still trying to function around people, they might end up snapping and something like crazy could end up happening because you were supposed to go into hermit mode and fix this and evolve, okay? So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> um, okay, now we're on Lilith. Lilith placements. Lilith placement, excuse me, deals with inner authority, sensuality, sexuality, and hidden desires. So when you have Lilith in Cancer, this comes from, um, first off, your sexuality, your sensuality is going to be very compassionate and passionate. They have very passionate sex, very passionate um, hidden desires where it's like, you know, um, they're like the hopeless romantics or they're the type that is like, I was explaining like the Scorpio and Lilith could be like BDSM and like more aggressive nature. They're very naturally submissive in this um, particular placement. So whether it's male or female, if they have Lilith and Cancer, they can be very submissive. Um, They can have like a mommy daddy kink where it's like um, you call this person mommy, you call this person daddy. And that's their kink. That's their thing that gets them off. Um, Yeah. um, I'm trying to think of what else. They also could have, like, I don't know. It's like Karma Sutra Tantric sex is a thing, too, because it involves connecting on a soul level. It's not just, like foreplay and then getting down to pound town and just you know having sex and being rough no it's like if you have cancer and lilith um you might be into karma sutra and tantric sex or you should look into it if you do um because it's like about emotional bonding and healing like merging the souls together um taking your time to climax Taking your time to get there, not just rushing your partner, not just rushing you, anything like that. And that could actually be their hidden desires that maybe they only was attracting partners that was just, they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't really like sex. I don't really like this and that. And they don't understand if, okay. So if they're not in tune with their chart and they keep attracting people that just like quick, fast sex, quickies, um, you know, one night stands, whatever they keep attracting people like that and they keep getting hurt and maybe they're like they go celibate and they start to um try to figure out like why the fuck i keep attracting people like that um it's because they haven't probably learned themselves and learned to express with their feelings what they want out the bedroom so if they don't express that which i just i don't understand that but whatever because i'm very vocal (laughs) so it's like if they don't express that then and they keep it hidden, then their Lilith in Cancer is not being attended to. And what they need is a partner that is into Karma Sutra, that has the patience to try different positions, to um, um, do different intimacy bonding things. Like, I don't remember the word for it. It's like 
strengthening your intimacy because intimacy does not have to just do with sex it's like you can do certain workouts together or certain things and practices and exercises together um to strengthen your bond like example like a man or you know whatever you're into i just you know gonna do it this way so if you're a part of the lgbt just fit it how it needs to be fit okay but like example a man is sitting down and then a woman is sitting on top of him and they're both facing each other and they're hugging each other looking into each other's eyes talking kissing you know that is a form of intimacy bonding they're not even actually having sex they're just straddling each other and being intimate they might not even be talking they're just connecting of the souls um massage and like you know doing sensual massages before or after sex it's an intimacy bond there's other different ways as well um cuddling you know things like that so it's like if there's that's not there this is like for some reason their hidden desire they might be a certain different sign you know they might be a more aggressive sign and so people think oh because they're this sun sign then this is what they like or that person is just into what they like because their own sign. So this person with Lilith and Cancer needs somebody that they can express and feel comfortable with expressing that, no, I'm into Karma Sutra. I'm into Tantric. I'm into sensual massages. I'm into whatever. Like, you know, I'm not into just, like, having a quickie and shit like that. No, they want to, like, build up to that shit. So... That is their inner authority that they need to, like, allow to come out and express their emotions when it comes to the fact that they need passionate sex. They don't like to pound, pound, pound. They're the type that like to slow stroke or, like, get slow stroked or, like, shit like that where it's like, I love you. Like, (laughs) you got emotions in that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, yeah, that is with Lilith and Cancer looks like it's like you got to be able to express that to your significant other that um that this is what you want and this is what you need okay so i'm gonna pause it here and then we're gonna pick it up So, yeah, basically, that's what Lilith and Cancer looks like. Um, So, if your sex life doesn't look like that, even though you probably didn't know that's what it needs to look like, you can realize that those people that just kind of have quick sex or are continuously rough or just rushing and not really into building a bond or connection with you in the bedroom, um, you can realize that it's a turnoff. So, if you're like... Oh, that's why. It's not that you don't like sex. It's just like the sex that the people are giving you or the people that you're attracting, either you're not comfortable enough with expressing, hey, this is what I like. And if they're not responding to it in a way that they are um, doing it, then maybe you're like, yeah, okay, that's why I don't really want to have sex with this person or that's why you broke up with them or whatever it is. So, you know. Make sure you're comfortable with the person that you're having sex with and just express that. And I feel like the one that's going to be for you going to make sure they get that, get that that sex game right. You feel me? All right, so moving forward. North Node and Cancer. Um, 
how I broke it down before, um, your North Node is the sign that you're leading into becoming this lifetime. This is your future energy, which you're destined to be in this lifetime. So if you have N Node, it'll say N Node on the bottom of your chart. Um, and that's like one of the last placements you'll see. And if it has cancer there, then that means even if you're not a cancer sun, um, you can be whatever sun sign you are. But if you have in-node cancer, that means in this lifetime, your future energy, which is supposed to be in this lifetime, is more nurturing, more loving, um, a mother or father figure, and have a family and a home unit that is like easy flowing and connected and things like that. Also for you to be a little bit more into your feelings as well. Like, um, so sometimes people have a cancer sun and a cancer north node, then you're golden. The energy that you already have been born into is the energy you're going to be in the future. If your energy is like an opposite sign, a different sign, and then, um, your north node is cancer, then that means whatever sign you started off as, like example, if you started off as a Gemini sun, but your energy is moving more towards, um, cancer north node then whatever the energy of the gemini you were growing up when you grow up into and what you're destined to be in this life is more of a cancerian energy if that makes sense now also explain when it comes to north node um south node is not shown but normally if your north node says one thing and you want to know what your south node is too all you got to do is go to google type in the opposite of whatever sign you see in your north node so off tops since i know what my um opposite sign is is capricorn so what that means is your south node when you google um opposite of cancer is and then it'll pop up capricorn that means your south node is always going to be the opposite of what your north node is so if you need to find it that's how you look it up whatever the hell your north node says but this is for cancers um i know that went off my top of my head because i know cancers are capricorn's direct opposites and i also know this because should i try to kick it with cancers in this lifetime try to love them befriend them have them as parents friends did not work no not gonna work with Capricorn we're very logical they're very emotional and shit it just sometimes it does not mesh I'm not saying all the other placements don't mesh but a sun sign Capricorn and a sun sign Cancer at least in my experience with me being a Capricorn and me trying to befriend and do all different things with Cancer energy it does not work for me. It's too emotional and I'm too logical and straight to the point and blunt and it hurts their feelings and it's all over the place. So if you have this South Node, um, if your North Node is Cancer, you automatically have South Node Capricorn. So you also may find that um, in this lifetime, you may not be the best with Capricorns and that's okay. I don't take offense to that. Not all Capricorns are the same, but it's also meaning that Capricorn is what you immediately were in a past life. Like, that was what your sign was. Um, so, your very last incarnation on this planet, you were a Capricorn sun. You were born with a Capricorn sun sign. So, you already conquered that energy. Um, this is something that you already mastered. So, when it deals with that energy, you might not mesh with it so well because you already 
mastered that energy. There's no lessons that you need to learn from that energy. You're like, nah, I'm good. I already mastered that energy. Keep Capricorns away from me, you know. Or certain Capricorn placements, depending on what a placement is, it might be a trigger for you. You know what I'm saying? So if you notice, oh, wow, okay, I have a North Node in Cancer. And that's why I don't get along with this Capricorn at my job or in my family or my ex or whatever. It's because you already dealt with that energy before. You already dealt with it. So there's no life lessons or no soul growth there. So you can notice that y'all just got stagnant energy. Y'all not going to understand each other. It doesn't mesh well, whatever, whatever, okay? It's not for everybody, but for some people, it just does not work, okay? I'm one of those people. Um, it also are gifts that you bring into this life. So Capricorn has natural energy of karma. They're walking karma. So you, even though you have South Node in Capricorn... Um, if your North Node is Cancer, your gift that you bring into this lifetime is that you're walking karma, and you're probably easy, able to easily manifest money and money opportunities and growth and expansion and things like that. But also, the main gift is you are walking karma, meaning you can notice that in this lifetime currently, if this is your South Node placement, that since you have Capricorn in your chart, even though it doesn't show on your chart, it is a part of your it's a part of your chart okay um that means that if somebody crosses you or does you wrong or they are a good person around you you can be a good luck charm or you can be their worst enemy not meaning you got to go out and attack them and make their life a living hell but they can notice that they do something foul to you or some sneaky shit to you then they have a downfall and they're just never the same in life they just never grow and that's because naturally you still have Capricorn in your chart, even if it doesn't show on your chart, okay? And that's because this is an energy, a gift that you came into this life with. So if you have North Node Cancer, then your South Node automatically is Capricorn. So naturally, if people cross you, you don't have to get back and attack or cuss them out or do nothing. Because you will notice soon after that, you're like, damn, after I cut that person off for doing this and this to me, that person's life, that person's life is in shambles. I didn't have to attack them or beat them up or cuss them out. It's just in shambles. It's because you have that Capricorn energy that's still there. It's just not as upfront and obvious, okay? Um, and then if they're good people to you, you can notice that they are more blessed. They become more abundant. They look more healthy being around you. And it's because you're like a good luck charm or the worst enemy okay so that's just naturally what happens with having north node and cancer your south node being um capricorn okay and the last one that's not on there either you would have to look it up in a different way your chiron placement i think if you look up chiron you type in um to google how to find Chiron placement. I believe there's a certain website for it. I can't remember it off the top of my head right now. And it's kind of the same where you type in your name, birthday, and all that kind of stuff like that. And it's a different website that'll show you your Chiron. But that first one that I showed you, Cafe Astrology, is not going to show you your Chiron. So the one that might show you your Chiron is going to be the type of natal chart 
that has all those different lines and it's pointing to like this chart with symbols on it and stuff so it looks confusing but if you look at the words under it it'll still say sun moon blah 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 and at the bottom of it you'll see chiron okay so that's one you can do it i just don't use that quite often for people that are beginners because it'll look very intimidating versus the chart i send you guys to you know what i'm saying like because <laughs> that means you have to learn the symbols and what this means and at different aspects and the degrees that's a lot and you guys are just beginning to learn so i don't want to freak anybody out and like overwhelm them and they just don't want to learn it you know what i'm saying but if you want to learn about your chiron placement you can go to a different website and type in that same information and it'll be the website that has that really drastic looking chart that is like oh what the fuck am i looking at but if you scroll down in very tiny words you will see exactly all those other placements being the same so that's how you find your chiron chiron that placement stands for pain healing deep sources of pain your wounded areas um your sensitivities and your vulnerabilities so of course if you have chiron and cancer your pain and healing and deep sources of pain is going to have to do with something involving your emotions. Maybe um, people were emotionally manipulative to you growing up, or maybe people didn't care for you or your emotions or for you to express yourself. So those people, family members, friends that are like, stop crying so much. You're a crybaby. Um, I don't want to hear it. Your emotions don't matter. Um, you know, those can be trigger words for some people. And then you shut down, okay? So if you have Chiron and um, Cancer, there's deep sources of pain involving not being able to express your emotions and being felt like um, that was a bad thing or a negative thing for you to express your emotions, whether they're good or bad. So you might have had a lot of emotional trauma growing up as well um, that dealt with you maturing into a healthy emotional, um, you know, emo being emotionally stable. You could have had like past traumas from your childhood and growing up where people just kept shutting it down. So now you don't know how to express it in a healthy way. So that's kind of what it would look like with Chiron and cancer. So your pain is that emotional trauma and all the different trigger words and, you know, not feeling like, um, being able to express yourself in a healthy way. So then as an adult, that can lead to uh, being emotionally unstable. And that's probably what you have to heal through. And in order to do that, you have to go through, you have to grow, go through the deep sources of pain and see where it originated. So I honestly, personally, I would, um, if you see that you have Chiron and cancer and you know that you do have trigger words and that sometimes you are emotionally unstable uh, I will go and get counseling counseling therapy something like that because they can help pinpoint and bring you back to that point in a more professional way to heal those deep-seated rooted issues so that you can grow and become more emotionally stable okay so there's that <sighs> that was a mouthful. Now, we're going to go back to Neptune because I was talking about how Neptune deals with um, hidden gifts. So we're going to talk about some hidden gifts that Cancer has. I think we already talked about one or two. I was talking about dream gifts, but not just um, 
regular dream gifts and having dreams because of course that's easy for them but their dream gift in particular is being able to feel the emotions um in dream time of others to see their emotions like how i explained i was able to see how my dad felt about me not calling him anymore even though he ain't telling me that i seen it so then i'm able to change that okay um you can see all types of emotions in your dream, whether it involves you, your emotions, your peers, your family, your spouse. You can see the emotions in dreams. You can feel it. I mentioned how you might wake up and not remember shit from your dream, but you're like, I felt scared. I felt hurt. This person that I seen felt love or whatever it is. OK, so that's a dream gift as well. You actually with this placement, you have all the gifts. OK, meaning you have multiple gifts. <laughs> In this um, particular placement with Neptune, it's just about studying them, um, taking a while, being patient with studying them, researching, okay? It might take you a while to actually um, break down every gift that you have. Um, once you're breaking them down and you're actually um, learning about them and then they start coming about in dream time, then you'll be like, oh, okay, I just read about this particular gift now I can understand and I've seen an example of that in dream time so now moving forward you kind of um, broke it down understood did your research studied and now you might have that type of dream so now it's like you have an example of what that looks like so moving forward when you have that type of dream again boom now you understand oh that's my gift I can see people's emotions in dreams and i had an example of that so then your other dreams and stuff are going to come out okay um you guys also have the gift of using candles to heal okay um you have this like through um ancestral gifts some of your ancestors could have did this you might be able to do um deep healing with candles so candles might come off healing to you you might also use um, candles around um, your home or when you're in a tub or it just gives off this energy of like stability healing protection okay some of you guys that are um, psychics or readers you could actually read flames and we'd um, read wax okay I haven't done that in a while um, but I can do that as well where you'll have a scrying bowl which is just a dark bowl, a black bowl, and you'll have it full of water. Sometimes you can just stare into the water and read energies um, and go into this meditation, no cards or anything. I can do that. And then there's times where you can take that candle that's been burning and drip a few drips of the wax into that bowl and then see what images and feelings and things you get. And that's a way of reading. I, I have scrying readings on my podcast now those and what can, that was my first two readings that I did um scrying and what came up out of that was like a lot of secrets and dark things that were going on behind my back so I mean if you're scared of listening to shit like that don't do it but if you need an example of how deep scrying readings can go YouTube it and or you can listen to mine okay and that was a while ago so there's that I think I started to do that like last year or whatever. Um, you can tap into people's subconscious as well. You can read their subconscious. Like I said, a lot of the times you'll um, feel what's going on in their subconscious. They can be talking. 
and I they might be saying one thing to you, but you can feel, okay, this person has this actually going on with them because you can tap into their subconscious and or you can see what's going on in their subconscious in dream time. Like how I explained um, the situation with my dad and him wanting, me, him, him wanting me to call him more. That was me. I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't do a chant and pray or do any crazy shit before I went to sleep. I just went to sleep and his subconscious was tapped into and I was able to see oh this is how he feels so now I was able to fix that okay so if you have dreams like that it's not something you're doing before bed or anything like that it's literally just a natural gift for you you're naturally a medium which I said as well when it comes to um water signs they're easily able to tap into spirit world so you may be able to talk to or hear um Hear past loved ones, passed on loved ones, or other beings from other realms, okay, easily. Where you might think you're hearing voices and you don't understand why the voices in your head have different um, genders or different tones or whatever. You're not crazy. It's literally like a passed on loved one. Like, if you, example, like your grandma or your grandpa passed away and you know their voice from being alive, and then you hear their voice in your head, and you think you're going crazy. It's not you going crazy. They're probably in your presence, in your home, in your car, and they're trying to communicate with you. You're a medium, naturally, so there's that. Now, if you have voices telling you to hurt yourself and stuff, that's more of like a mental thing, but mediumship is not like that. Yeah. You're very abundant in all of your gifts. You have very deep healing gifts where your energy is just very healing. People talking to you um, and releasing their emotions and feeling safe with speaking out their emotions around you um, is very healing naturally or just being in your presence. You can notice that some people just want to be in your presence. Some people may call you when they're upset or they need support emotionally. That's it's something you do it's like it doesn't affect you so much but you can handle it if that makes sense because you got so many emotions going on with yourself they might think their emotions are super deep but it's like no I can sit here and listen to what you're saying and give you advice and it doesn't make me feel like a sad little puppy afterwards because you can heal that okay you also have the gift of ornithomancy where you can feel um omens you can see omens and feel what's going on with the energy around you surrounding birds meaning if you see a bunch of birds cawing and going crazy and looking at you you can tell okay something chaotic is going on you can feel it even if you're not sure why you can feel it if you see vultures you know something uh, uh dangerous or aggressive you can feel it if you see the cute little nut hatches and stuff flying around and robins and stuff, it's like you can feel the energy of that where it's like, oh, it's a new beginning. It's fresh. You can feel these things, okay? Yeah. Um, I thank you guys if you're into readings and spirituality and you have cards and you read your own cards or whatever um, and you have these placements, especially with Neptune and Cancer, you should definitely try to um, do a candle wax reading for yourself and just see what you get out of it because it keeps popping up. Um, you can also look into scrying mirrors, which are just blacked out mirrors, and you can look into them and read the energies. You can just pick up things that's happening subconsciously or whatever. It's the same thing that I can do with cards when I'm reading with cards and doing tarot readings, but it's 
just staring at water or staring at a flame or dripping candle wax into water or staring into a black mirror, okay? I see it keeps um, popping up, so that could be something that works for you. You can also scry using runes and or charms. Damn, I haven't done a charm reading in a long time. I might do one of those soon, but um, charms, like those little cute little charmies, and you have a bunch of them, and you kind of just fiddle your hands through them, put some down, and look at the charms in front of you. You could tell a whole story, or you can read somebody based off charms, okay, or runes and things like that, because you can feel the energies from that. Of course, we already know that you're um, an empath or high empath where you can feel the energies of others. And the goal for that is to learn to differentiate your feelings and emotions from someone else. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're fit, like this happened with some cancers um, that I used to kick it with where somebody in their household will be upset and they're holding in their emotions in trying to pretend to be happy, but the cancer can feel that. So even though the cancer was super happy-go-lucky before that, somebody can come in the house and be very standoffish and be holding in the fact that they're angry. So then now it's transmuting the energy. Now the cancer being an open book and tapped into emotions like that. Now the cancer's coming off angry. So now they have to realize this is not my energy. I was just happy until this person walked into their house not happy. I have to get back into my energy and close off my energy. Um, you can wear protective things. You can wear a protective shawl or like a um, black sweater or cardigan or something to protect your energy. You can carry black crystals, black obsidian, black onyx, black tourmaline, um, snowflake obsidian. You can wear those crystals or carry them to help protect your energy as well. Um, I think hematite grounds you as well those are crystals that'll help and you can also um wear a wrap on your head or a hat on your head especially when you're going out in public i was explaining that some people that i knew um they thought that they had really bad social anxiety and when i was getting more into spirituality i'm like bro you really are probably a hyoka empath so try to do this and it might work and you know the person is not really spiritual so they didn't believe that it would work but i'm sure they'd probably believe now if they realize oh well she was telling the truth like it can make a huge difference of you protecting your energy wearing black clothes um not saying you got to change your whole wardrobe to black but if you know you're going to go to a concert or a big place where there's a whole bunch of shit going on a store you know, especially like, you know, with that whole COVID thing going on and everybody was upset, stressed, aggressive. Like there's a lot of people picking up on those energies. So they were thinking that, oh, I have social anxiety is triggering me. But really, you're an empath and you're feeling all those people's feelings. You don't know how to separate your feelings and how you felt when you walked into the store versus all these other people in the store. So if you carried certain crystals, if you wear certain colors black is a protective color or if you just wear something over your head a scarf a wrap a bandana i don't fucking know a hat a baseball cap a hood if you wear that that'll help because it's not going to tap into your energy as easily okay yeah so cogno i think it's cogno kinesis c-o-n-g-i-t-o kinesis um 
you can manipulate people's thoughts. Now, that's a gift that you have, but I feel like you do this based off of emotions. So like I said, there's two sides to every sign. I'm not going to say that since you're a cancer, you're just so lovey-dovey and just caring and free. If you if you want something from somebody, even if you unconsciously do this, you can emotionally manipulate them where you want something from them and you know if I create a story surrounding it and it's an emotional story, um, they'll tap into their feelings and then they'll give it to me. You'll do that. I've seen it done several times before. Like, <laughs> like that's another reason why me and certain cancers don't get along because you can't emotionally manipulate a Capricorn. You just can't, especially not a sun sign Capricorn or certain like placements with Capricorn in it because we think too logical. We'll try to help you figure it out on your own, but you ain't about to drag me into your shit <laughs> with your emotions. It's just not going to work, you know? You can notice that you have atmokinesis where A-T-M-O, where your emotions reflect the weather. Not saying that you are sad because it's raining. No, it's raining because you're sad, if that makes sense. So depending on whatever um season we're in you can notice that the weather will change based off your emotions if you wake up from your dream and you don't really understand it, you're confused you might notice that in the morning it's foggy and you're just like what and then later on you get clarity then the sun comes out it's like pay attention to that if you're like okay you heard some sad news and then all of a sudden it went from sunny to being rainy in your immediate area you're just like whoa it didn't say that on the news it's because it's your emotions. You manipulate the weather without even realizing it. Just pay attention and you'll see. You also have the gift of communicating with animals tele um, telepathically. And I feel like it's the emotions in them. So you might not like to, with certain cancer placements, you might not like to go to the zoo or the aquarium or anything like that because you can tell that lion is sad. You can tell that that penguin is sad. Like, you know, I'm not going to lie, I have... I think I have Mars in Cancer, but I have other water sign placements, so I can feel the emotions, and I hate going to the zoo. I, I, I like it, but I don't like it. You know, I used to like it when I was a kid. Then when I realized that, like, you know, they're really sad, and they're caged up, it's like they're in a prison, and they got a little fake habitat and shit, it makes me really sad that it's like we have them in there, like, just let them free. So if I do go, I do certain things to heal the animals. I'll leave crystals around their cages or, you know, something like that, you know, so they can make them feel better. But I don't like going to the zoo. I just don't. It makes me sad. And that might happen with you, too, because you can feel this elephant just want to cry. Shit, it might snap one day and just break out that bitch. But you don't like that kind of stuff. Or even with your own domesticated animals at home. If your cat's not feeling well, your dog's not feeling well, your bird, whatever, you can tell, okay? You have this spiritual, emotional connection with them. You can also sense emotionally when your spirit guides are around. You can feel the energy shift where it's like, hmm, you might even hear a ringing in your ear. But you can sense when other beings are around. If it's a negative dark entity or negative force or something like that, your energy will shift and you will feel like a negative presence around you. You might get up in sage or something. 
if it's more of like a loving, nurturing vibe, you can feel when your grandparents are around you that passed away or whatever. On top of you being a medium, you can like feel the um, the energies of another presence being around you, okay? Yeah. Um, a lot of you guys have these deep emotions um, and this Hyoka empathic energy to help other people and yourself heal from past trauma, generational traumas, pains, diseases, inner child things too, you know? So you have the ability to go into a field that has to do with that. Um, like I said, counseling, therapy, psychology could be something. Um, um, also, like, you know, healing certain pains or, you know, maybe massage therapist or um, Reiki healer or anything like that can be the situation or a child therapist, a child counselor or something. So you can help heal children and feel their feelings and help them out. There can be several things that you can use your gifts with like that. You're also um, a necromancer, meaning you channel different energies um, that has um, uh, ancient wisdom. So it's like you might channel um, deities and certain beings that haven't walked this planet in millions of years. But it's like you can feel when you can feel the difference between a negative energy in your energy or a negative spirit. You can feel the energy of an ancestor spirit, a passed on loved one. And you can also feel the difference between a high vibrational being or like a deity or something in your presence, especially if you do work with them. Like, especially if you're, you know, you got a altar set up for Loki or Odin or, you know, I don't know, your Orishas or your Lawa or whatever you believe in, your ancestors, you can feel when they're present, you know? And the last one is spiritual baths. You are you have the gift naturally with healing yourself and tapping into your energies with spiritual bath, cleansing your energies, anything like that. So you may get into the business of creating spiritual baths for yourself or others that helps heal. Okay, that's another way you can do that. Um, and you simply making the energy in a good vibration and putting out certain intentions then um creating a spiritual bath for yourself praying over it you can actually heal yourself from certain traumas in bath time with those candles as well as i mentioned earlier okay so those are your hidden gifts that you have with neptune and cancer i hope that makes sense um moving forward um that is the end of this episode in particular we're going to do tomorrow the houses and then we're going to be done with Cancer and move on to Pisces. And then we'll be done with the water signs and move on to whatever the hell we're going to tap into next. But I hope that helped you guys understand your gifts and the different placements. And of course, like I said, even though I gave you a general overview, look more into the details. Because you'll realize how crazy it's like, whoa, that's why this, that's why that. You're going to notice a lot more when you actually research it yourself. I just gave you a quick little overview because I am not about to break down your whole damn life. <laughs> I want y'all to also study as well. But um, I hope that kind of clarified what the different planets mean in certain positions. And you can understand your gifts a little bit more, okay? That's all I have for you guys on this episode. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy your day. And cancers, please, please, please express your emotions in a healthy way and be emotionally stable. Um, 
because that that's just a lot. It's a lot, you know, when dealing with you guys. And if you've noticed that, you've noticed that like people seem to not want to be around that or they say, hey, you're this and you're that. It's nothing wrong with it. But emotional stability for yourself is very important. So if you notice, damn, I am very emotional. And sometimes it's not just my emotions. Learn how to separate how you feel versus how somebody in your energy or surrounding you feels. Or sometimes it's not even somebody surrounding you. It's some person, somebody that you're connected to across the country. But you still feel those feelings. So learn how to protect your energy and separate your feelings for that so that you're not all of a sudden flashing on somebody because you can feel your downstairs neighbor arguing with their person you know what i'm saying because that can happen it happens i've seen it in real life and that person had to learn how to realize hold on i was just happy watching my favorite show on tv then all of a sudden i just got very aggressive and angry and i started snapping at everybody in my house and it's because i'm feeling the emotions of Whoever the fuck is downstairs from me. You know what I'm saying? So that's homework for you. <laughs> Love you guys. Take care. Peace.